Comms check. Comms are good, Commander. Navy integrity good. Nice. I'd love to hop on the rover and take her out for a spin. But first, we better have a look at this solar array. Looks like it's hung up over in that part. You see that? Yes, I am recording. It's not moving. You should try the X-37. <laughs> you mean the hammer? Got it right there. Why do we in the space business always have to have fancy names for everything, like this hammer? This is a hammer. Looks like a hammer. Works like a hammer. A couple of good whacks ought to fix it. Don't use too much force. I'm going for the strut. It's the strongest part. If brute force isn't working, you're probably not using enough, as they say. Uh, it's not moving. Okay, plan B. Don't want to use all my O2 on fixing this. I'm going to check out the drop. Put the coordinates on my face shield. Got it. How's the power on the rover? The rover has one hour. The Lunar Sparrow has 3.5 hours remaining. Yeah, yeah, I can do the math. Our ability to charge is limited. Yo, dude, what do you want to do? Call AAA? I got a mission and I'm gonna do it. System check on the rover. All systems are good. Switching on. Here we go. I'm going over that little rise over there and then I should see the drop point. Affirmative. Problem is that admin has too much going on. They can't check my solar array for glitches because they are running hundreds of missions. They are colonizing the moon and Mars, and I hear tell they have their sights on some big asteroids, too. They got crews all over the system. I would not say colonize. The Artemis Accords do not permit any nation to own a celestial body. They only have the rights to the celestial materials they recover. Yeah, always the fine points. Admin is way overextended. All they want to do is stay ahead of the other nations in the system. And you don't think some of those nations are breaking the accords by weaponizing a celestial body here and there? There are no recordings of that. Well, why would there be? You weaponize something, you cloak it. Hey, I'm gonna give it some juice to make it over the top of this here hill. That's got it. Shutting down, conserving power. I'm getting out to have a look around at the drop. Hey, Mish. You hear that? There is no atmosphere here. Sound is not transmitted. I get that, but I'm hearing something. A, a vibration. I can't tell where it's coming from. Maybe I broke the rover going over that little hill. The rover is fine and I detect nothing from the surface. <laughs> you can't hear that? I mean, feel it? That noise? Like a noise from underneath me? Mish? Mission control. Mission control. Comms is down. Mission control? Mish. Recording on. This is Commander Field on the surface of the moon. I am a kilometer and 15 degrees on the standard radius from the Sea of Tranquility. My comms link with mission control is down, so I am doing a recording. I am noticing a thumping from below the lunar surface. I thought it was emanating from the rover, but the rover is fine. This is coming from below. I'll stop talking for a moment so you can hear it. Got that? I'm surveying the landscape for signs of our materials drop, and there is nothing here. Our materials drop is missing. 
There is no mining colony at this location. I'm going to explore a perimeter of one kilometer on foot to see if I can see any signs of why our equipment is gone. I'll be looking for footsteps, drag marks, anything like that. This is Commander Field positioned one kilometer and 15 degrees on the standard radius from the Sea of Tranquility. I have a couple of hours of O2. Field out. Mission of the Lunar Sparrow is based on a novel by H.G. Wells, published in 1901. The part of Commander Ray Field is played by the very talented Andy Winslow. The part of Mission Control is played by a non-human actor. Produced, written, edited, and directed by me, Lee Schneider. Listen to a new episode as the mission unfolds every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. View the archive at 500words.inc. That's 500words.inc.